Welcome to Women Weekend, a podcast that helps you heal spiritually from trauma in relationships, childhood, and early life conditioning to shift from a place of codependency into a divine feminine state of love, harmony, and abundance. On Women Waken, we begin the journey to waken from the illusion of needing to prove our worth into the divine experience of knowing our worth. I'm your host, Whitney Walker. I'm a licensed mental health therapist and I specialize in substance abuse, addiction, eating disorders, trauma, and spirituality. I'm also a fellow human being who has experienced most of the issues that I explore on this show. On today's Divine Feminine solo episode, I'm welcoming you all into the new year, 2024. And I want to offer you a huge breath of inspiration and love and comfort and excitement for what will this year bring? What's on your mind? What are you wanting to bring forth? Let's explore that together. So take a listen and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to 2024. We made it. We're here. The big year. I really believe it's going to be a big one. And I hope you're excited. I hope your New Year's Eve was fun. This is Whitney, (laughs) by the way. I skipped my normal intro. This is Whitney with a Divine Feminine solo episode that just happens to be released on New Year's Day, 2024. I'm recording this on Friday, December 29th, so you listeners are in the future. So tell me, how is it? (laughs) How's it going so far? I really think this is going to be a big year. I think it's going to be a great year. I think it's going to be awesome. I think big things are coming. I hope you all feel the same. I hope you all are feeling good and restful after the holidays. I imagine many of us are still continuing this week to have time off of work, hopefully, at least part of the week. Today's a national holiday, so yay. I hope you're lounging and relaxing and just taking some time to breathe before things get rolling again. All right, so New Year's. A lot of people feel differently about how we approach New Year's. Some people are really big into resolutions. Some people are not. I'm a big proponent. I'm a big fan. I like the idea of getting that strong impetus of, okay, here we go. This is what 2024 is going to be about. This is what I'm going to focus on. Because I personally have found that a lot of the times it does work right? Like last year, my big thing was, okay, this is the year that I go all in for my podcast. I'm going to invest some money and get a coach. And by the end of this year, I'll know whether it's something I need to let go of because it's taking a lot of time and it's not really seeming to grow or go anywhere. Or I find that it's something that I can continue on with. And I'm very grateful to say that it was the latter, as I spoke about on Friday's episode that my podcast has grown beautifully this year after a ton of work and effort to find ways to help it get out there and be able to be found by the people who might like it, which is hopefully you who's ever listening right now. And it was because I really decided that, you know, it's go time. I was like, either I keep going with this or I move on to something else. And I had, but I had to give it that last effort. I couldn't just let it go. 
I couldn't just say, well, you know, nothing's really coming to fruition. It's not really growing, so I'll just drop it. I had to give it all. And for me, it's because communication and speaking and sharing thoughts and ideas and offering people some guidance that hopefully hopefully helps them to feel greater peace and freedom is just my mission statement in life. It's what I want to do. So I think I shared this, but when I at the end of last year, when I was thinking that maybe I did have to let my podcast go, I was devastated. And I thought, well, if I don't get to do that, if that's not my purpose, what will I do? And I think that goes to show that it's kind of pretty obvious when something is your purpose because it feels heartbreaking to think about not doing it. So I want to offer that to anyone who's listening who might be in that sort of position. And I actually, interestingly, just had someone reach out again through Instagram, where I offer all of you to find me on Instagram at Women Waken, send me a DM, follow me. I'll pull some cards for you. We can connect. And they were expressing that they were really feeling confused about what their true purpose is and why they were feeling so discouraged at work and depleted and wondering if that's what they really want to do. And what I would offer anyone, what I just said, is that our true purpose isn't something that we're going to have to force ourselves to do. It's not like, okay, I'm doing this, but I think I really should be doing that. And that's what I'm supposed to be doing. It's sort of like that, that saying, what would you do if, what would you still do even if you didn't get paid? And that's it. It's the thing that you would be devastated to be without. And yes, it's frustrating because a lot of people, what they love to do is not what they can necessarily make a living off of all the time. A lot of the time it is possible. Most of the time it's not. I'm thinking of that part in uh, Office Space. Have you guys seen Office Space where his neighbor, <laughs> the guy asked his neighbor, because you know, remember that the, the main character in Office Space has this revelation of like, holy shit, me- people are not meant to just sit in cubicles all day. This is insane. And he was thinking like, what would I, oh, he got it. He went to a hypnotist, right? <laughs> anyway, sorry for this tangent, but it has a point. And he asked his neighbor like, man, what would you do? Because somebody had asked him this question. If you had a million dollars, what would you do? And the neighbor actually has a really lewd response, so I won't repeat it. (laughs) And then he puts it back on the guy and he says, well, what would you do? And he's like, I would do nothing. If I had a million dollars, I would do nothing. And then his friend is like, he's like, you don't need a million dollars to do that. (laughs) He's like, my brother has no money and he doesn't do shit all day. (laughs) Sorry. I just like that movie and I think it's funny. My point is, what would you do? If you didn't have to, what if you, what would you do that didn't mean you had to earn a living through it? What is it that if somebody said, Hey, you know what? There's really no time for you to do this anymore. You can't do it. That you would feel heartbroken, that you would feel like, gosh, I feel like my dreams are being taken away. That is a good indication. It's offering to you. It's trying to show you what your purpose is. Your soul will repeatedly try to tell you, what you because we're not separate from our soul, we are our soul. Our soul is just the still part of us. Our soul is the deep knowing that's connected to source. It's the part of us that's a part of the infinite. It's our ego mind that says, I should have been really successful. I should, should, should do this. And we get so detached from what we truly love and that we're most passionate about and that we feel the most purposeful around because we're so caught up in what we think we're supposed to do. 
So, and that's why you often hear that some people, like even athletes, I've heard of athletes who were just really good at, say, baseball. I remember my friend dated this baseball player for a while, and he was a phenomenal player, and he was rising in the ranks, and he was like, yeah, I kind of, he's like, I kind of hate football, or what did I say? Did I say baseball? He's like, yeah, I don't even really like baseball. I'm just really good at it, so I do it. And he didn't, he didn't care about it. Whereas other people like baseball and sports are their whole life. So you just never know, right? Like not everybody is doing what they absolutely love, which to me is your sole purpose. I don't know that it's possible for your sole purpose to be something that you force yourself into because your soul doesn't force anything. And that, that impetus is coming from your soul. So that was kind of a, a different topic, but I guess that ties into this year. Hey, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. This year is about jumping on the path of your soul purpose, jumping on your soul's path, letting go of the distractions, letting go of the excuses, right? And I'm not saying that it's easy. And to be real, it's going to happen when it happens, right? It might be years down the line that you finally make a shift and say, oh my gosh, I could have just done this the whole time. And this is what I love. And I'm so happy. However, this can be a little bug in your ear that can get you started thinking, huh, maybe I could make a living doing what I love. Maybe I could follow what I feel is my purpose. Because guess what? The universe will always conspire in your favor, especially once you align with your soul. Nothing's stronger than a soul. Nothing's bigger than that. Not fear, not earthly obligations. When you align with your soul, the heavens sing. And they will move heaven and earth to get you there. But you must indicate your intention to do it. Declare it. That's my challenge to you is take this day or sometime this year and see if you can explore. What would I do if I could do anything with my time, with my life? What is it that if someone told me, you know what, you can't do this. There's, we're not going to let you do this. That you would be absolutely devastated. And declare, make a statement and say, I am a blank, because I am is the most powerful statement you can make. It's the key into the engine of the universe, because that's when the universe listens. You say, I am a successful, whatever you want to say, I am a successful entrepreneur, and I travel the world and inspire people every day. And the universe is like, whoa, whoa, what, what, what? Did she just, okay, she just said it. She's okay. She's serious about it. But the thing is, once you declare it, you have to honor it. You have to keep showing the universe because otherwise you're giving mixed messages. The universe is very literal, but it's also like it's going to honor its word, but you have to keep the same message. Our brains are so crazy that we rarely keep the same message consistent. We're like, I am a successful businesswoman. And then we're like, I'm not good enough. I'm going to mess this up. I need to take care of this. I'm scared about this. And the universe is like, all right, we lost her. <laughs> we, thought, we thought we had her. Oh, we lost her to fear. And we all have those fears. We all do. And it's okay because guess what? Those little deviations, those fears are what help us eventually to finally say, oh, I'm done. I'm done with those fears. So this is a year. And I, I actually just saw somebody's Instagram account that said this is the year of the entrepreneur. She's a psychic. And, and I've heard that, that, that there is coming a time where people who are doing the more spiritual work, spiritual entrepreneurs, their time is coming. The stuff that we've been working on, because we it's we know that it's what the world really needs right now. We know that we don't need another fast food franchise or some means for people to just get rich quick. 
there's a lot of people out there who aren't following their passion. They're just following a program. They're following a process. They're following a model that they know, okay, this will get me rich. It's good enough. They're they're detached from their soul. They're not following their soul's work. Yet that is not aligned with the universal's uh, universe's unfolding. That's not aligned with where we're headed. Inevitably, we're headed to a place away from ego and into our soul, into love. People who do things only for money and exploit people and lie to people and manipulate people, those days are coming to an end. I know I probably sound naive and idealistic, but it's just the, the truth. And it could be hundreds of years before that's really shifted, but we're seeing the shift now. And the universe is going to start conspiring in favor of those in the pursuit of their soul's path. I promise you, because we've already been at it for a while now. If you found this podcast, you're probably either at least a few steps into your spiritual work or real deep into it. Things are going to work out for you this year in ways you do not expect. Make that statement. Say it out loud. Know it. The more that we know something, the quicker it happens. When you have no doubt in your mind, it happens instantly. Know what you are meant for. And if you don't know what you're meant for, then get curious and explore it and ask those questions. Is this what I love to do? Is the job I'm showing up to do and doing every day something that I can't do without? And if it's not, okay, then am I ready to take steps to be more aligned with what I would consider my true purpose? And if you don't know your true purpose, then get curious about that. But a true purpose can be so many things. It can be sometimes we're just, I've also heard that sometimes we're just on this planet, just our energy, just our pure presence is all we're, is our purpose. And all we're meant to do is just go wherever we're called and do what we do, right? Be you. And you bring that magic into the world. Trust that. So I'm really feeling this strongly. And I also want to share this message. I want to share with you something that I came across because it relates to what I'm talking about. And it's funny because I made a note earlier in the week to bring this up for this episode. And I completely forgot until I have just been going on this rant (laughs) right now about following your purpose. And it reminded me of this, to let go of distractions. Okay. So first, let me say that I think I've shared this, but recently I keep getting the message of crossroads. Since I've been like towards the end of my travels and ending up in New York, I kept getting messages that said, you're, you're at a crossroads, you're at a crossroads. First, it was I got a – I found a fortune from a fortune cookie, which you all know I'm obsessed with fortunes. I found it on the ground, I think. Or maybe I actually went to a Panda Express. Or maybe I was snooping around a Panda Express and found it on the ground. <laughs> and it said, you're about to reach a happy crossroad. And then later, I pulled the Two of Swords, which is basically a crossroads card. And then I came to this new place where I'm staying now, and this woman had – an oracle deck out and the oracle card that was pulled, I think it was the goddess oracle and it was Hecate. And the, the subtitle for her card was crossroads. And I was like, what is the deal? Like what crossroads am am I at? I don't see a choice. Like I don't see anything presenting itself to choose between. And I kind of knew intuitively. It was like, I think that something you have to make a choice to show up differently and to respond differently and to shift something that maybe you've done and it's not serving you and it's not going to get you onto your soul path. Because that's another thing. If we know that our soul's path is to work with and inspire and help others heal, 
if we can't do that for ourselves and if we can't believe in ourselves, it's very challenging to really align with that and truly authentically be able to give that to others. It still does. We can still do that, right? No one has to be fully healed to help others. But if we're not at least making peace with ourselves, it's important to make peace with yourself to really surrender because that's when your true path really is presented. Okay, so then I kept seeing in various tarot readings that I was watching, this card kept coming up called The Magician and the Mirror from an Angel and Oracle deck. And I'm going to read you what it says because it literally could just be what I feel like is the sort of the message for this year, the oracle for this year. I'm still I'm going to pull a card for you all, but I feel like this could easily be the mantra, the message for this year. For a lot of people, I don't feel that it's just for me. I feel like maybe a lot of you are going to relate to this. All right. So the card says, magician and the mirror, knowing and using your true power. This card represents the culmination of your personal and spiritual power at this time. In the magician's left hand is the flame of passion and action. In his right hand is a vortex of water and the light of reflection. The highly beneficial card is telling you that you are the magician and within your grasp are the amazing forces of earth and spirit. The water is the energy of the yin, the power of spirit and clarity of thought. The flame is the energy of yang, bringing direction and creativity. Together, they give you the magnificent magic of transformation. The mirror stands beside the magician, reflecting the outer world's response to your choice to use or dismiss the true power that you have. Its silver reflection reveals the future in a mist on the horizon, ready to be magically formed. When you receive the magician upright, you are put on notice that an important and powerful time is at hand. You are the alchemist of your life. And just as an alchemist turns base metals into gold, you are now able to transform your difficulties into great blessings. That could be the, the sort of tagline for any spiritual healer or presence at this time. We were given some of the most challenging scenarios, situations, because those challenges can be transformed into blessings now difficulties into great blessings. This is true in every area of your life. Claim your power and you em- and embrace your intentions in your heart and in your daily life. Direct your destiny and the mist of the future will clear into brilliant reality. That's kind of what I was saying, right? Be very focused on where you want to go and what you will do. That's directing your destiny then the mist of the future will clear into brilliant reality. That's the universe conspiring for you and reflecting and honoring and making happen exactly what you're asking. Affirmation. I have all the power I need to create the destiny I desire. Magic happens when I live in consciousness and my eternal truth. Okay, so then there's this interesting message that comes after that's in blue text. I don't know if the author of this webpage wrote it, but it was so crazy because, so I was, as I was saying, I kept, I keep seeing signs about a crossroads and this next message attached to this card literally felt like my angel. And it's weird because the font is in blue, which I associate with angels because I kept asking like, what's the crossroads? What do I, how do I make a choice? Like I want to choose the best path at this crossroads, but like what, how do I know what that is? 
And I feel like this was them being like, all right, if you can't figure it out, we're just going to literally spell it out for you. (laughs) And that's why I was guided to this message. Maybe some of you will connect with this as well. This is the message. It is absolutely crucial right now that you take the time to fully comprehend the meaning of this card. This is a fork in the road. See, crossroads. And you are at the wheel. You have two choices. Continue on as you have been doing, stuck in patterns and routines that no longer serve you and keep you stuck, or veer off in a new direction, bright with opportunity and endless possibility. You would think that this direct decision is a no-brainer, yet it is actually a profoundly challenging one for many people. The reason being that their focus is always on the rearview mirror, forgetting to enjoy the scenery on this important journey and also forgetting to create the future that they desire. So which road are you going to choose and how do you make that decision? It is so very simple, yet it takes great commitment, dedication, and persistence. Are you ready for the secret? Focus only on what you want and not on what you don't want, even if it is your current reality. Got that? That was the part that had me stunned. It literally felt like an angel was speaking through me because it answered my exact question. It said, hey, do you want to know what it is? You want to know what we're saying? Here it is. And this resonates so strongly with me because that concept of focusing only on what you want truly does change everything. Because instantly what I thought of is how much time I spend thinking, oh, well, of course, that's not going to happen for me because of this. Oh, well, you know, I still haven't met somebody, so it's probably not going to happen. Oh, gosh, look at that happy couple. They're, um, that's Why don't I have that? What's wrong with me? Oh, gosh, that person has had so much success this year. How did they get that? What? Oh, wow, like I wonder if that can ever happen for me. I probably can't do that. You get the idea, right? Does that sound like focusing on what you want? No, that's a whole bunch of that's a whole bunch of just spewing out your fears, right? It's like trying to say, okay, I'm going to keep walking forward, but then just totally tripping and falling over a bunch of rocks in your path. Like, all right, here I go. I'm on my way. Oh, and I just stumbled on a bunch of these roadblocks, right? And this message is saying, stop it. Just stop it. Just focus on what you want, not on what you don't want. And that's exactly what it is. And I realized, you know, it's so true. If I want a partner, keep thinking about having your partner. Stop thinking about why it didn't happen sooner. Stop thinking about why you haven't had all the relationships that other people have had and how you've missed out your whole life. It's not helping. That's in the past. The only thing I can do is think about the relationship I can't wait to have and to use affirmative statements, right? I can't wait to spend the holidays with a man that I love so deeply and dearly who also loves and respects me. Things like that. And so I've started practicing that because I've realized that it's true. That would be a totally new direction for me. That would be my ultimate crossroads is to finally let that go. That tendency to look only at the things I don't have, to talk poorly of myself, to discredit myself and who I am because I don't look, because my life and my path hasn't looked like everyone else's. If you can relate to this at all, then maybe this is the crossroads for you as well because so many of us do this. 
We say, oh gosh, everyone else seems like they're doing so well. Everyone else seems like they have everything. Everyone else seems like they've had way better experiences and luck and things that I, I should have had that and I should have it now. And we dwell in that rather than saying, all right, here we go. Another day being me on my own path and we're going to make it happen. We're getting closer every day to whether it's the love that you want, the success that you want, the community that you want, the experiences you want, the adventures that you want. Whatever you want, just look at that. Don't look away. There's a quote that I liked that says something like, obstacles are the things that you see when you look away from your goal. It was like one of those inspirational posters that was in like my fifth grade class or something where somebody was on like a giant mountain glacier, like hanging off a freaking glacier. That's so creepy. Can you imagine? But it's true. It's like if you're climbing a mountain, you can't keep looking at, you know, the giant crevasse beneath you. You have to just keep looking forward. And that's how you get through one step at a time up a scary mountain up Mount Everest not looking down. That's what this is basically saying because every time that we say, oh man, yeah, I, sh- I should be successful by now. It's never going to happen, is it? I, sh- I Yeah, yeah, I knew it. There's something wrong with me. Oh, I knew it. It's This is no good. Um, it's not going to happen. We're looking at the obstacles and we lose our momentum. We lose our focus. We, we let go of that intention that we've put forth to the universe. We have to look, keep looking forward. Just keep looking forward this year. That's what this is all about, you guys, this year. That's why breakthroughs are happening this year because we've gone through so much the past few years and we've fallen into those crevices and we've fallen into those tendencies of looking back and keeping focus on the rearview mirror rather than looking ahead. And I think the emphasis of our soul this year is to say, all right, I'm done with that. And I think a lot of really big advancements are going to be made towards the world that we want to see, they might just be little baby steps, but that's okay. It's going to come from people like you and I and others who are making moves to be more aligned with their soul's path. I could be off here. Maybe nobody else is relating to this, but I feel like it's sort of a general consensus that more people are starting to feel this sense of maybe I can truly believe in myself. Maybe I can, for the greater good, for the highest good, Stop putting myself down. Stop comparing myself to others. Stop stop repeating this story over and over that I should have done this and I'm not as good because of that and there's something wrong with me because of this. It's time to change our story. It's time to just keep looking forward and focus on what you want and let go of any other thoughts that have anything to do with the things that you don't want, <laughs> right? It's crazy. And I know that some days are harder than others, Right? But I've learned to really swat those thoughts away. Just swat it like a fly. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I, no thanks. I'm not going to entertain that. Because that is something I'll say about thoughts. And I use this a lot in my room as a therapist with clients is when negative thoughts come up, you have to hold on to it in order for it to really become an obsession or become a fixation or become something that you ruminate on. We make that choice. Yes, our thought, our mind can be very busy. But we can find ways to learn to let go of the thoughts we don't want and only hold the ones that we do want. So when those that nagging comes up, right, where you see somebody who got something that you really wanted, like, oh, wow, they were able to start that business. That's so cool. That's so amazing. I, oh, man, like I probably, it seems so unrealistic that I could do that. I probably can't. 
let that thought go and instead hold on to a different thought that affirms what you want. Oh, that's so great that she did that. That's incredible. And I'm going to be starting my own business soon too for this. And it's going to be fantastic. And it's going to be really popular and it's going to grow into something even bigger and help so many people. Either way, whichever one that you choose to focus on, it's your choice. Yet only one of those choices can actually get you towards what you want. And I'll tell you what, it's definitely not discrediting yourself. Discrediting yourself is not going to get you what you want. You have to fundamentally believe that you are deserving to get what you want. So <laughs> got pretty worked up about this. I'm, I, I'm excited about this year. I just have to say I'm excited for it. And I'm excited for you. I'm excited for everyone. I think that beautiful things are going to happen. Um, I do want to take a second just to talk a little bit about stuff like resolutions, goals, intentions. You can also have a theme for the year. I think that's good. Obviously, mine is now focus on what you want. I have it written on my desk right now, and I'm going to put it on like a big poster, (laughs) maybe just like tattoo it on my forehead (laughs) to keep myself focused. And I, because I feel like if I can keep this up, and this is a challenge to you guys, set your, set your intention, set your mantra for the year. Because the thing is, if you give something all you've got, if you give it your best shot, The worst that can happen is that it doesn't work. The best that can happen is that it changes your life. I remember feeling that way when I went to, when I had to get sober and I went to AA for the first time and I was like, oh, I don't like it. This is weird. It feels too religious. It feels uncomfortable. I just, I don't. And so I stopped going and I was absolutely miserable. And so I went to go visit a friend who had also gotten sober and she was like, well, did you try the program? And I was like, yeah, I don't think it's for me. And she's like, well, if you're really miserable, like you might as well just give it a shot, like give it another try. Like what's, what do you have to lose? You're already miserable. And I was like, you're right. (laughs) And then I'm very competitive. So my thought was like, all right, you're right. I'm going to go, I'm going to go do AA. I'll go to their meetings. I'll do those 12 steps. And I'm going to show everybody, I'm going to prove that they don't work. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to be like, hi, I knew it didn't do a damn thing. But guess what? It totally did. It was my gateway. AA was my portal into my spiritual awakening, which is exactly one of the promises of AA. Now I forget it. I spent four years in it, but it's been four years since I was actively in AA. But it's something like, it's like one of the last steps. Having had a spiritual awakening is what it says. You will then sort of, you know, help others is basically the gist. So my point is, I was a doubter. And so I said, well, you know what? I don't think it'll work, but I'm going to give it a try. Do that this year. Even if in the back of your mind, you're like, but I really don't think I'm going to meet somebody. I don't think it's. But what if you just tried to, instead of saying that, just keep focusing on. It's as if you were like looking in the distance and you can almost see you and your partner like having this life together. Like there's a screen and and you just keep looking at it. Like you're just going to keep walking towards it. Like it's a rainbow. Just, okay, I I see it, but it's getting, it's still a, a distance away, but it's getting clearer and clearer and it's coming more and more into focus until you're living it. What do you have to lose? It doesn't take much effort. Actually, it's much more pleasant because you're letting go of those defeating thoughts. You're letting go of those very painful self-harming mechanisms because it really is when we're saying those self-deprecating statements, it's like we have a little razor that we're just slicing ourselves with. It's very rude to ourselves. We wouldn't say those things to other people. We wouldn't crush their dreams. Why do we crush our own? So make this the year where you commit to it and you say, all right, I might falter here and there, but I'm going to keep bringing myself back 
and focus on what I want. I'm going to see it in the distance and I'm just going to keep walking towards it. And I'm going to let go of trying to look at the obstacles beneath me and to the side of me. And I'm going to see what happens if I just keep moving forward and don't get distracted by what I feel are the barriers or the challenges. I'm just going to keep moving forward through them. You might very well find yourself at the end of this year exactly where you wanted to be. So again, I kind of went on a tangent, but the purpose, have a mantra. Mantras are great. Have a mantra, have intentions. My intention is to be more blank. My intention is to focus more on this. My intention is to spend more time with this and less time with this. And then have goals, like more specific goals, right? This year, I personally want to eventually have a place where I can have a drum set again because I would love to get back playing the drums. And I, that's really something I would love to hone. How cool would it be to just be like a flat out drummer? <laughs> just be able to like show up to a party that had drums and be like, hey guys, look what I can do. I'm not there yet. So that's what I would love to do, but I haven't been able to because I've been traveling. So that's a good New Year's resolution or goal. Something like that is to pick up a hobby and really focus on it. My other goal is to build my business and to take little baby steps this year towards expanding what Women Waken is. So I'm saying this because, again, some people kind of poo-poo the idea of resolutions because they're like, everybody breaks them anyways. What's the point? Well, yeah, but isn't it worth just at least establishing what you'd really like to invest yourself in this year? And guess what? Not everybody breaks their resolutions. Not everybody doesn't go after their goals. Like I said, it worked for me this past year. It can work for you too. And even if we put it up there, even if it doesn't happen this year, it doesn't mean we can't keep revisiting it. Like I said, things will actually really come into manifestation when we keep focusing on it and we keep making effort towards it. What usually happens is that people make an effort for a little while and then give up because it's not happening. But that's another way you can find your soul's purpose. The thing that you keep coming back to, the thing that you want to keep making progress in, attending to, making time for, that's mostly usually aligned with your soul's path. And this just kind of came to me. Sometimes we lose track of our soul's path because we've kind of, we're doing it, but in sort of like a convoluted way. So it's almost like there's like the little center of like something that's like a nice, juicy, yummy center, but it's been like covered in like gross wraps of like, I don't know, whatever. I'm picturing like leaves or seaweed. It's been like you know, covered up. And so we mistakenly say, oh, it must not be what I want because I don't want to keep doing it. You could be right now in a job that very much is aligned with your soul's purpose, but it also has a whole bunch of other crap around it. Get to the center because guess what? You can create your own life. If you can identify what that sweet spot is within your work, just peel away the layers and get straight to it. That's when people find the work that they actually love. They're like, yeah, I was doing it already. It was just, there was tons of other things that were so exhausting and just depleted me and my energy that I thought I hated the whole thing. No, it was just all the other crap around it. It's likely that something you're doing right now is in a part is partly a piece of your soul's path. So keep at what you love. Keep doing what you keep wanting to come back to identify what it is that you keep wanting to come back to. It's probably aligned with your soul's purpose. 
here's how, here's the breakdown I'm offering to you. Think of it as like a pyramid. The top of it is your mantra for the year. Under it is some more, is some general intentions, maybe three. Then below that are your resolutions or goals, right? Where a resolution I usually think of as like eat less sugar, which is going to be mine (laughs) as I'm sitting here with the Sour Patch Kids package right next to me. (laughs) I'm such a sucker for candy. I need to cut back on sugar. That's a resolution. Less sugar this year. No sugar this year. Shoot for the stars, right? I'll still at least reduce my sugar. A goal is more tangible, right? I'm going to start playing drums three times a week. Unfortunately, I can't do that now because I'm never set, but I'm working towards it. Something like that, right? Uh, my other goal is I'm going to start taking steps every week towards expanding my business. I need to be a little more specific because that can be too vague. And if something's too vague, then we kind of can just give it up altogether. So that's the kind of the tear down model that I like to follow for a new year. You make your own spin at it. You do your own thing. But if nothing else stuck, I would just leave you with what kind of came for me. Focus on what you want. Let the other things fall away. Let the self-deprecation, the doubt, the comparison, let it go once and for all. Because I really do think if you're listening to this, that you are at a crossroads as well. I think many of us are at a crossroads at this time and you have a choice. Just like that message said, you can go keep doing the same thing, the same path that's kept you stuck, that's kept you in a place of negativity, or you can make a different choice. I hope this year you make a different choice and that it makes all the difference. All right, so I'm going to pull a card for you all because this is Divine Feminine, and I'm kind of going for the big guns this time. I have this deck that I've ever never actually used for the Divine Feminine episode because it always just felt like too powerful, you know, because usually my Divine Feminine episodes are kind of like light and very sweet. As you can tell, I'm like pretty energized today. I think that's kind of interesting. I think it does say something about 2024. I think I'm like picking up. It's like exciting energy because I'm... I'm telling you this, it's like, I'm filming this on Friday. I was exhausted all day. I don't even know where this energy came from. Maybe the, maybe the Sour Patch Kids. But I think it's also just like, I'm hyped for this year. And I feel like recording this in some way, I'm already in 2024 because that's when you're going to listen to it. <laughs> do, 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 do. A lot of people think I was crazy talking this way, but you guys get me, right? Okay. I'm going to pull a card. I didn't even tell you what this deck is that I've been intimidated by. It is the Mystical Shaman Oracle by Alberto Veloda, Colette Baron-Reed, and Marcella Lobos. It's just really powerful. You know what? I think I may have actually pulled from this deck, or I've definitely spoken of it. I don't think I've pulled from it for this, um, for doing feminine episodes, because again, it just felt too, too strong and serious. But you know what? This year is pretty gonna this year is gonna be pretty strong and serious. So let's see. Whew. Let's ask the angels. Let's ask the guides. Let's ask our future self, our higher self, one card for the collective. And it's for this episode, but I'm also feeling that it's for 2024. What do you got for us? All right, I'm gonna pick one card. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I told you all this is big. Fire. Yeah, I got the fire card. Things are burning up this year, you guys. Things are getting lit. (laughs) That's why I sound like a maniac on this episode, because things are getting lit in 2024. All right, this is card number 19. Might mean something to you. Adds up to 20. That might be significant for you. Okay. Fire. Here's the description. 
The essence. Fire consumes anything that it touches. The flame reminds us of the impermanent nature of reality and how situations can quickly transform into beauty or chaos. Fire is passion, and its dancing flames invite us to reach to the sky. Warmth and light are heavenly, yet too much heat can scorch us. To fully step into the energy of fire is to be utterly transformed like the phoenix rising from the ashes. The Invitation Warm your hands and your heart by your inner fire. Let it burn away your hardships. Let it consume your pain and your sorrow. Has life become too rigid, too cold, or too superficial? Light a candle or make a bonfire and toss into the flames everything that has become stiff and painful. Give it all to the fire for rapid transformation. Set your life on fire. You guys, everything is changing this year, or at least a lot. But I love this line. I feel like this is perfectly attuned to what the message has been for this episode. To fully step into the energy of fire is to be utterly, utterly transformed. And that fire is passion. And its dancing flames invite us to reach to the sky. Sounds a lot like going for what you want, doesn't it? Sounds a lot like following your soul's calling, your soul's path, your soul's passion, your soul purpose. This is what it's saying. It's saying, don't wait anymore. It's time for total and complete transformation. It's time for you to be that phoenix who's rising up from the ashes of despair and defeat. And everything that you've been through, it's over. Throw that pain into the fire and let you be the one that rises out from it. That phoenix, it's your time. My goodness. Very powerful, you all. I hope this was helpful. I hope you have a beautiful New Year's Day or whenever you're listening to this. I hope the New Year's is off to a great start for you. Here's to 2024. Let's go do this. So much love to all of you. Have a good day. Have a good year. Take care. That wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening to Women Waken. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and come back for more. If you'd like to connect with the Women Waken community, you can find us on Instagram at Women Waken. And if you follow Women Waken, you can get a free tarot card reading if you just send a DM. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And don't forget to let your unique light shine into this world.